This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was visionaries. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 316. Yes. 316. Why, do, why does that feel like something? Oh. Well, I, I think it's because at sport, sporting events, sometimes people hold up a sign with a Bible verse, John 316. What and does then, that mean? What is that? Yeah, what, no what is that verse? The actual verse. They're presuming <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah, they're exactly. presuming that we're all like off book on the Bible. It, literally, they're giving us the footnote without the text. It's like, well, Corinthians 986. Yeah, like, that right, old classic. Exactly. I don't know that one. And then didn't Stone Cold Steve Austin sort of adopt, adopt that? And he would wear Austin mm-hmm. 316 t-shirts. So maybe we do need <laughs> – maybe the responsibility is on us to learn what 316 actually means. Maybe we could just read it in the act break. I mean not to, oh, not to step on our act break, but idea. maybe that we can oh, – okay, cool. Because All like right. I do want to know. Um, if you had Any to, guesses? Any guesses? I, well, I was just going to say, not to put you on the spot, but I was going to ask you what your guess is. Here's my – My guess would – okay. Yes, please. First? Yeah, you go first, Bill. John 316 yeah. means <laughs> in the face of adversity, you got to go harder. <laughs> you got to go hard. That famous biblical quote, yeah, and it's spelled Y-A. Y-A, harder, harder. Yeah, you got to go harder. In the uh, face that- of adversity, you got to go harder. Yeah. John 316. I- Love that. I would say, if I had to take a stab here, I would say um, – John 3.16 is as follows. And John saw the lion in front of he and said, oh, yeah, it me. Wow. That's the a, first yeah. part sounded so biblical. <laughs> yeah, well, it's sort of anachronistic. That's what's fun about the Bible is that it has wow. phrases like, yeah, it me and yeah, sort of slang. So that's what people don't realize about the Bible. Um, I'll, I'll tell you. One sentence that I've said a couple times in my life that I have yeah. not come through on is yeah. I'm going to read the Bible one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a unsolicited podcast plug for mm. our very dear friend, Dan Klein. Him mm. and his friend Robert have a hilarious podcast called The Bible Brothers where they okay. straight up read the Bible. And oh. joke about it. Yeah. <laughs> and do joke. you learn? Do you learn on said podcast, or is Absolutely. it mostly kickoff points? Oh no, wow. it's it's a it's a hilarious good time because they're so funny, but also they're literally going through the Bible verse by verse. So okay, <laughs> Bible boys. It's the Bible boys. Bi- Bible brothers. I think Bible the brothers. Bible. Bro- that sounds better. That sounds <laughs> yeah. better. Okay, so we put our guesses down. In the act break, we will uh, find out what John was actually saying on March 16th. Um, (laughs) What what do you think, Steve Austin? What was it, Stone Cold 316? Is it Austin 316? I think the t-shirts just said Austin 316. I'm pretty sure, yeah. What do you think that meant? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure. Again, I I think we'll have a little more Here's my guess. Please. Here's my guess. Please. Let's kick some ass and drink some beers. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? You which I mean? is which is undoubtedly the spirit of what John was probably saying in that verse, or mm-hmm. God to mm-hmm. John or whoever. Because I could see God, you know, God isn't all that's the thing. It's like he's not always buttoned up business God. Sometimes he's ch- like kicked back, chilled out, 
off Chill the Jesus. Clock. Chill Jesus. Like, let's crack a few beers and hang out, for God's sake. For my wow. sake, you could say. You never yeah. hear about Chill JC. He's yeah, always exactly. moving rocks on Easter, hanging Turn on crosses during some sort wine. of very sad moment. Yeah, exactly. But, but you never just hear about, like, Friday at 6.30. Exactly. Just exactly. got home from work. That's the family, right. I don't know if he has a family, is out on vacation. It's just him. He's kicking back. He's watching the game. Yeah, exactly. you got to imagine, he's a carpenter. He's working mm-hmm. really hard. He comes home mm-hmm. in the evening. His hands are all calloused, sweat mm-hmm. on his brow. He has to tie his long hair back in a ponytail. One would imagine. He's going to have get... a cheat night. He's going to get some fast food. He's going to get oh. Popeyes. He's going <laughs> to get Popeyes and watch the game. <laughs> Exactly. Adam, do you actually remember this real thing about okay. a, a chilled out Jesus? Okay. <laughs> you and I were working for Funny or Die. Okay, yes. And we Go were on. Like, directing <laughs> some things. Like we had an unspecific job at Funny or yes. Die. Very unspecific, yes. Go but on. But we were brought into a meeting with right. a lead singer named Pete Wentz. Oh. Like a pop punk yeah. singer. Yes. And we didn't really, we were maybe going to direct an idea starring him. Right, right. And it was about <laughs> Teenage Jesus. Wow, I he don't totally remember this the Teenage meeting. Jesus of it all. Okay, cool. And he wanted yeah. to do a sketch about Teenage Jesus, and we sure. were the men for the job. And we just <laughs> you talked and I. with him. But then, of yeah. course, he had to tour around the world, and he wasn't able to swing this three-minute sketch. <laughs> But I remember yeah. sitting there being like, Pete Wentz, teen- like, Teenage Jesus is an interesting thing. And now we're talking about Chilled Out JC, so uh, it all comes full circle. I- am I totally uh, off base here? Or did you have an idea once? And I know I'm peeling back the curtain here. But did you have an idea that was called Bible B-Sides? Yes. And it would just be like sto- stories like the- that didn't make the Bible. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like edited out of the Bible. Like It would be like yeah. Jesus Wednesday afternoon watching the hockey game. Totally. Um, like Greg. Greg, Greg just like Greg. cleaned <laughs> Jesus' windows twice a week. Greg of Nazareth. Greg of Nazareth (laughs) had a pump. And like one episode would just be like Greg being around Jesus, but it's Greg's story. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anthony. Anthony. The butcher. The the crucifixion is happening in the background, but Anthony's got three roast beef orders to deliver, and he needs them by five. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's the delivery guy, and he doesn't know when he's supposed to step in and say who got the roast beef. (laughs) <laughs> and it, like everyone was going through their own problems yeah, that yeah. day. Like Jesus, obviously Christ. the worst, but Anthony, yeah, Anthony yeah. was late on delivery because yeah. he wanted to be respectful. <laughs> that's his crucifixion. He's and like, I'm getting Anthony, cru- and that's the he's cru- probably that in the kitchen. The crucifixion of the Anthony. crucifixion of Anthony. He's in the deli slicing all the meats. Phone in one ear. He's got phone uh, two phones on each ear. The delivery like, guy juggling all the show. orders. Anthony's yeah, exactly. usually behind the counter. The delivery guy didn't show because he heard that Jesus was being crucified. So that's the whole right. town goes to the crucifixion. The twist is, folks, it was his delivery guy it was his who delivery ordered the guy. roast beef sandwiches. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. And that's an episode Anthony. of Bible B-Sides. Yeah, exactly. And the, the crucifixion of, of Anthony. Of Anthony. <laughs> and Anthony goes, I'm getting crucified over here. Yeah, yep, I'm getting yep, freaking yep. crucified over here. Yeah, yes, Perfect. we have a Rodney Dangerfield impersonator play. <laughs> play Anthony. That's right. It's lawless. Bible B sides is lawless. All right, so that's very what funny for a television well, show. Writing that perfect. Down again. Writing it down. Jot it down. Perfect. <laughs> Starring Pete Wentz and Rodney Dangerfield. That's right. Could you name Pete Wentz's band? Oof. I wanted to say Fallout Boy. Would yes, that be right. I was that right? To say that too. Wow. So we must be right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Could you um, name a Fallout Boy track? For sure not. That is on me. And try, I no, no way. Try, try. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try too. Okay, you great. try first. Uh, 
Okay, uh, Red December. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to say Spinning Around. <laughs> oh, that's even better. That's more probably okay. more likely. <laughs> Red December and Spinning Around. Typing in Fallout Boy songs. Spinning Around. We've got Centuries. Oh. The Never Phoenix. Okay, Dance, that Dance. Close. That's good. What are these things? These are, oh, that's the name of his albums. Okay, there's a song called Uma Thurman. I'm not That's seeing nice. Red December. Nothing. And I'm December-y. not seeing Spinning Around. Spinning Around. Okay. We well, do have Sugar We're Going Down. It's pretty good. Close to Spinning Around. That's you, gotta, you probably spin a little when you're going down, Sugar. Mm-hmm. That was in There's 2005. Least, classic 17 close. years ago. It's probably when we met him. Now, can we confirm that Pete Wentz was, in fact, in Fall Out Boy? Were we right about that? Let's find out. Oh, yes, yeah. he was. He oh, was. Yes, big he time. was. Okay, He's, I, don't mean, I don't mean to pat him on the back, but he is largely the face in the thumbnail. He's featured for each He's of featured. their... Yeah. Yep, great. Yep. Good for yep. him. Good for him. Good for him. Good for Pete. Now, Bill, speaking of, and again, I know that we're not topical here at No Joke Headquarters, no. but sometimes we have to be. And speaking of be. Dance Dance, how do you like the new Beyonce song? We love that new well, we fucking love. We Beyonce absolutely song. love it. We absolutely love it. Yeah. I heard unanimous. the leaks. The leaks came out around like two or three hours before it dropped oh. on Tidal and then dropped oh, on Spotify. Damn. And everyone was like, this can't be it because, like, yeah. no, how would she ever leak a song? And all I was thinking was, I hope this is it for her sake, because yeah. this is a certified hit, hit. It's a bop. It's like a dance. It's like a everyone's, you know, it's like a what are they? It's like house musicy, like early two thousands dance hall vibe. I it, love it. It this is the new Beyonce song. It's called Break My Soul. And Break My it, Soul. Yeah. It um it features one of the most iconic dance songs from our youth. Robin S. Do you remember Robin S. First of all, does that name sound slightly not, familiar? It's called not. Show Me Love. Do you know show the song? me love. No, show so, okay. Me so okay. this is where it gets crazy. Okay, great. So there was an artist, Robin, who's still popping today. And Robin had a song called Hey, Hey, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Boom, show me love. So good. Show me life. Okay, so that's Robin. Then right. there's Robin S. Oh, okay. 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 Robin S. And I'm going to play. Let's just see. I'm going to play yeah. in the background. Maybe I'm going to break some rules. Yeah, we're, we're lawless. Maybe here. you tell me if it makes it to the microphone. But Okay. Hold on, I want to find it real quick. Awesome. Okay. Robin S. Never heard. But you will. But you will. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, this song. Of course. Of course. I love this song. Of course. Come on. If Dude. you're looking for devotion, devotion. talk to me. me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So she, oh, I don't she, think she I realized that, that was the sample. Okay, that's amazing. Yep. So um, everyone look at, everyone listen to Robin S. Show Me Love after you listen to Beyonce's yeah. Break My Soul because it's a back-to-back. Did you hear the new Drake album that aired, that released the night before Beyonce's? I have to confess, I haven't heard not even a stitch. How is it? Haven't heard so, a, a, a mere note. He also is trying to ride this wave of dance music. He put out okay, a whole cool. album. But right the on. way that the internet reacted to it was that it just sounds like music. Got it. And it's not that great. But then Beyonce drops one single and everyone's like, oh, it's the summer of dance music and we're oh. only listening to Queen Beyonce. Interesting. So it's like Drake had to suffer. Drake had to suffer so Beyonce could fly. Like Drake exactly. had to sort of take basically the- another crucifixion. Of it, I was just gonna say Drake gets the crucifixion, Beyonce gets the roast beef, and isn't that's that the way that it is? Right. And, it is. <laughs> and that's just the way that it is. And that's just the way that it is. All right, Adam. So we are gonna go into the first act break and look up real quick what John three sixteen means. Perfect. Can't then wait. we're going to come back and we're going to kick off today's episode. And today's awesome. episode yes. is called Visionaries. And we are yes. going to try and be visionaries for the improvement of this The No Joke podcast. Absolutely. Much like little, Beyonce, much like Christ, yes. we are going much to like try Beyonce, to be. And much, much like, like Christ, Je- Je- Jesus. We are, 
we were going to try. I was trying to say everything you said in a, in a <laughs> like a smooth way, and I ruined it all. And I ruined uh, it all. No, we we have visions here, and and we're gonna we're gonna dig into that in the next act. Yeah, for sure. So we'll be visionaries in a second. But first, yep. let's see what John three sixteen was envisioning back when yep. he wrote it in the old or new testament. We'll be right back. <laughs> John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Sign up for our mailing list at biblia.com. <laughs> Thanks for listening to No Joke. Today we're talking visionaries, and that was the text of John uh, 3, colon 16. So, for okay. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall yeah. not perish but have eternal life. So basically, when you go to a football game, you're holding up a sign saying, God gave up his son, and now we're all alive. I, th- I, I guess so. I get to me, it's, I thought it was going to be, to be honest, that's the first time I've ever really like, the, uh, like sort of read the text of that verse, I think. And I thought mm-hmm. it would be more specific, like to, about victory or, or vanquishing or conquering. Or, or field goals. Or field goals. Or like, why do people hold that up during field goals? What does that have to do with football or wrestling? It's mere, It's kind of more just like general – like, this is generally Christianity generally. Like, we believe mm-hmm. in that Jesus is God. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And all who do will have eternal life. Okay. So it's just okay. a big God thing. It doesn't it's really have kind to do of with a, field goals. I don't think it has anything to do with field goals or defensive ends or like a 4-3 defense or, or – Nick, like nickel cornerback coverage or anything like that, which I thought it might have, but no. okay. No. Um, I'm going to just give you a little peek into what Austin 316 uh, oh, means or meant or what oh, got kind of caught up in uh, that expression. Great. I don't really okay, fully cool. understand it, and then we'll get into being visionaries. <laughs> okay. I typed in what does Austin 316 mean, and all okay. I'm getting is no. Steve Austin later claimed. Uh-huh. That his 316 reference meant no disrespect to religion, but okay. was meant to insult Roberts and his priest gimmick during the time. <laughs> okay. okay. Roberts. So maybe Jake know. the Snake Roberts? Okay. Maybe Jake the Snake. Uh, yeah. But we do know that religious people might have been offended. He meant maybe no disrespect. He, he was trying to insult a man who throws a python in the ring. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Okay. Um, okay. Well, this has been su- already super informative for me. This has been a great podcast. Um, I learned what John 316 is. Okay, cool. Awesome. And now let's learn something new because I learned something great. new, Adam. Tell me. I was um, just playing on social media as one mm-hmm. does, and I came mm-hmm. across an interview with Marty mm-hmm. Michael, CEO, co-founder, and visionary of the HeadGum Podcast. Essentially, in some ways, our boss. In ways. In ways. in ways, you have to get in paid. Ways. You kind of have to get paid for someone to yeah, be Yeah, that's boss. right. That's right. That's right. So he's, we are our sen- sp- he's our senior co-worker. We'll give him senior co-worker. <laughs> co-worker. Okay, good. Um, but he talked about laying out his visions cool. for um, a successful company and um, HeadGum and Gumball. So I thought maybe me and Adam could be visionaries. Yeah, I want to be a visionary. No one's interviewing us, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. We're interviewing each other, basically. Oh, it's like great. we're giving each other and ourselves the platform to be visionaries using an audio medium. What's more visionary than having a vision about an audio medium right off the bat? So it's He's like, right, folks. You know He's what right. I mean? Like, He's right. You're learning a lot on this podcast, yeah, folks. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> um, so I went to indeed.com slash career advice slash career development slash your guide to visionary <laughs> leadership. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so obviously, when I was thinking about visionaries, I said, yeah. "Oh, I know what website I'll go to." Yeah. 
Indeed.com backslash career advice, backslash career development, backslash your guide to visionary leadership. Perfect. As one does. (laughs) Okay. And what did you learn, Bill? I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. I know nothing about being a visionary. Great. What is visionary leadership? It's the, it's the headline on the website. Cool. Visionary leadership inspires team innovation by developing a vision of a shared common goal. A successful visionary leader also develops the team's foundational values, such as persistence and discipline. As opposed to more regimented forms of leadership, this style can increase creativity and morale, as well as encourage members to grow their individual skills. Visionary leaders can exist on all levels of management from CEOs to large companies to podcast hosts. I added that last part. If you have a clear vision and a need for creative problem solving, it may be wise to consider employing visionary leadership tactics. Cool. Okay. Um, You know what? Right off the bat, I want to say that I'm encouraged by that little spiel because – it, it indicates to me that visionaries aren't only born, they are also made. Because I think that mm-hmm. there is like something about like you can actually practice being a vision. There are, are, like you're saying, there are tactics and skills and strategies to employ to sort of uh, to like act as a visionary leader. It's not like some people like, let's just say, Beyonce, Christ, Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. the big three, mm-hmm. that, are mm-hmm. just bo- that are just born as brilliant visionaries. So that, that's comforting to me because I don't well, feel like know- I you know what that makes me think of because i agree there is something very comforting about like hey if you learn a craft enough and you learn the tricks behind that craft you can succeed in ways beyond who who you were born into this world that's that's but when you say adam that people like steve jobs and Mm -hmm. beyonce and jesus christ the big three (laughs) the big three all were born with it i reflect upon last week's episode teeth okay i reflect upon last week's episode teeth (laughs) And I reflect upon the fact that I thought that you were born with God's greatest pearly whites. But you told me that's not true. I had to put in the work. I had to sacrifice. I had to put in discipline. (laughs) And because of that, I am now seen as someone who is born with God's greatest pearly whites. So there is a reality in which Beyonce, Steve Jobs, and Jesus Christ, the big three, were potentially working hard behind the scenes. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, we touched on Christ's carpentry um, carpentry in the act one. So it's like he was obviously had a strong work ethic. I mean, Beyonce, mm-hmm. uh, before she was the Beyonce that we know and love, um, mm-hmm. she was uh, an aspiring singer-songwriter in Houston coming up with kind of a sort of a disciplinary dad and uh, two other Destiny's children by her side. So yeah, it well took said. a lot of work to get there. Um, Steve Jobs, he it kind of seems like he was born almost like he hatched out of an iPod or something. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, can't, mm-hmm. I can't really speak to his early life. But What came um, first, the jobs or the pod? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, so, but no, it, you're right. It's comforting. Work goes into being a visionary. As Marty, as I mean, Marty is one of the hardest workers we know. He's not just a genius, folks. He's also a hard worker. So and he has inspiring. a good jump shot. And he has he's a good a, jump shot. Yeah, he's, good at, he's solid on defense as well. Um, Do you know some of the benefits of visionary leadership? And folks, we're going to map this onto the No Joke podcast. So just you hold tight. We're just trying to lay the groundwork for what visionary leadership is. Cool. Let me know, Bill. Tell me. One of the benefits of visionary leadership is a powerful common goal. A powerful Uh. common goal can align departments and individuals of many perspectives. The sense of unity can help build strong relationships amongst team members and the leader. Further, these strong relationships can strengthen teamwork and help them reach their goals with less conflict. A powerful common goal. A common goal. Yeah. I think that is a great place to start. 
with yeah. our, our project that we're working on right now, the No Joke I podcast. So. I think so, yeah. Um, because we've tossed out so many sort of like half-serious but also more than half-serious goals here on the on the podcast, um, mm-hmm. including but not limited to uh, a, a Hall of Fame built uh, outside mm-hmm. of Reno, Nevada, which would Correct. house uh, all of the No Joke listeners who have been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, the only qualifications being you just simply have to ask or want to and totally. you would be inducted. So um, We also created the No Joke Music and Arts Festival. That's right. You have to show up and bring your own chair. (laughs) Exactly. Um, We've Mm -hmm. had goals to combat climate change by dumping a bag of ice in the ocean. So the the goals have You know what I'm seeing here? You know what I'm realizing? The the visionary in me is realizing something. Yeah, yeah. Our goals are idiotic. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Our goals are idiotic. For sure, for sure. And that may be the reason why the podcast isn't thriving. You think so? Because the goal, yeah. We're, we're, because you might need like it might need to be like a like a like a two to one type thing where you set two realistic goals behind the scene. Whether that is growing the audience or right. that is being guests on bigger podcasts to expand our network. Right. And right. then you sneak in a we're creating a um, pseudo jail cell for all of our listeners <laughs> to move to in Reno. In Nevada. You kind of have yeah, to have that good. balance. I feel like See, maybe we've been very imbalanced with what we're striving for. We've been a little imbalanced for. with our goals. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And this is why, Bill, frankly, you're a visionary. The sort of two to one, the kind of two to, they call it the Scafuri two to one, which is two okay. real goals, one goofy goal. So yes. right off the bat, it's like I'm already on board with that because I think you're okay. right. Perhaps over the course of time, the No Joke podcast has sort of tilted towards, if anything, one to six, one real okay. goal, maybe six goofy goals. So. Okay. Okay. I, think you're right up, I think you're right about that. But I don't want to just get stuck in the weeds of all of my seriousness because I do think there is a, there might be something to a goofy, real hybrid right. goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and cool. I and I have an example that maybe we can kind of track out throughout this episode to say this is our, going to be our goal. It's Great. goofy, but it's not completely impossible. And maybe all we ears. can at least build some steps and building cool. blocks to make it happen one day. Great. <laughs> I think... Yeah. A good united goal for you uh-huh. and I, a common goal, yeah. is to get the Jeps on the podcast as a guest. Carly Rae Jepsen, one of our iconic pop stars, um, a, a hero, a hero of Billy and mine personally and professionally. And I love, I adore that goal. And I know that we've sort of- Not flirt- impossible. Not, Not impossible. impossible. She's a human being. Look, there's, I mean, absolutely. Dead Eyes I mean, needed Tom Hanks and some Tom Hanks came to Dead Eyes. Arrived, exactly. So I don't know if we need to call this the No Jeps podcast until it is the Jeps close. podcast. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there. I think that's really good, man. I mean, I okay. think that's really good. She uh, she's a, a peer. I think she should be about our age. Um, she's mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Canadian, so maybe there's an ingrained politeness and an eagerness to please there. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's pretty good because, like you said, like you said, as our visionary, it is both within our grasp and also aspirational. So it sort of satisfies both of those things. It is realistic and also a little dreamy at the same mm-hmm. time. So that's good. Okay. That's good. So here are, according to Indeed.com backslash career advice, backslash career development, backslash your guide to visionary leadership, (laughs) some ways to become a visionary leader. So let's just put the we want Jeps on the podcast, loose goal through the ringer to see if it's possible. Okay, cool. Number one, define your vision. You should have a clear idea of your vision and how it relates to the future of the company. Research trends within your company and industry to identify how your company can progress. Identify a new goal 
and the steps you and your team need to take to get there. Okay, so cool. we want, we need the Jeps, and what we need to do first and foremost is think about the people who may be able to assist us in that process. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm thinking right off the bat. I'm thinking about our cohorts at Headgum. I'm thinking about your Marty mm-hmm. Michaels of the world. These big, mm-hmm. these sort of big players in the tech space, our friends mm-hmm. uh, that might be able to like throw their weight around and use a little bit. I of their know sway. Jeps, former personal stylist. Okay, so that's huge, Bill. So that's huge. That I, got, dude, I have bigger. I have bigger news than that. That's huge. I, I have bigger news what than could that. Be? What could I be bigger? Took, listen here, folks. <laughs> Your boy Billy oh, boy. took the Jeps former personal stylist okay. on a date okay. to see Gladiator. <laughs> In so Baldwin. That, so In that would be the Baldwin. <laughs> So if my IMDb uh, memory is serves, that would be around the year either ninety nine or two thousand. Fact, right? Yes. Am I right? Ro- <laughs> you are glad. Right. Probably well, like my third date. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And but I started. This- I started at the top, and I said wow, one day dude. you are going to be the Jeps personal stylist, and I'm going to take you on a date to Gladiator. And guess what, folks? No second date. No second date. Gladiator was no it. That was, that was the beginning and the end. Okay. So um, is there – so that is a, a direct contact, Bill. That's huge mm-hmm. for us just mm-hmm. as long as we're sort of whiteboarding these Jeps connects. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's massive. So um, we have Marty. We have Marty, Lauren. Who's a, we're going to call her Lauren we'll because that's Lauren. her first name. Perfect. Uh, seems uh, so we have Marty and we have Lauren and yeah. maybe Lauren Michaels. Maybe those are the three we start with. Lauren Michaels, he's, he knows just about everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure if Carly Rae Jepsen has been on SNL. If not, what are you waiting for, Lauren? Uh, but if so, he certainly has her, I don't know, her landline in his Rolodex or something, or maybe his, her email address or something. Okay, great. So let's yeah. top line. Let's top cool. line. Our goal now is to get yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen on the yeah. podcast, and we're going to top line yeah. Marty. Yep. Lauren from high school from and the Lauren Michaels as Perfect. our three kind of branches to the tree to potentially get there. Number Seems two. Seems pretty good. Seems good. Great. Create a sense of purpose. Yeah. Communicate your vision and process to your team. Help yeah. team members understand their role in achieving the goal and be sure to explain how their contribution will advance the initiative when delegating tasks. That's good. So, Bill, the team is really you and I. And mm-hmm. uh, I would like to come to you, my coworker, colleague, friend, and co-visionary, and say, mm-hmm. Bill, what can I do to help? I don't know Lauren from the year 2000. I don't know Lauren Michaels, creator of Saturday Night Live. And I know Marty, but, I mean, I guess we, I, I could ask Marty, but what do I do as someone who's afraid of social media, tentative mm-hmm. to use my phone, and reluctant yep. to reach out to people I don't know? What can I, Adam, do as a member of your team? It's a good question. I don't <laughs> listen. We are visionaries. I yeah. just because I thought of three names right. and I dated one once and I didn't get a second <laughs> date doesn't mean that I am not a visionary. So I lean on you like you yeah. lean on me. I need you to be a foundational tree that I can lean upon at times too and not so answer beautiful. thine question, but to hear you say, Billy, this is my vision. This beautiful. is what I think we can do. So anything that you can contribute is the answer to your question. Well, here's here's my first thought: is that um, my my family and I are planning softly planning. Maybe a trip back to New York, as I mentioned to you off mic at the end of the summer. Excellent. Yes. Okay, so so, so here, here's where I'm going with this. Uh, my family doesn't live too far from the uh, Maid of the Mist, which is at Niagara Falls, which is at the United States-Canadian border. Okay. So maybe, maybe, I don't know, I could plant myself at the border and mm-hmm. just kind of ask other Canadians, again, a famously friendly people, if mm. anybody knows Carly or if anyone is could get put me 
in touch with Carly or one of Carly's kin that mm. I could then maybe make a direct connection in that way as long Here's as I'm my up thing. by the by the border. Here's my yeah. thing. I feel yeah. like we have already identified three people in our camp that we can reach out to that have right. some sort of potential connection to. I think right. if we open it up to the entirety of the Canadian population, we right. might just start to be broadening our vision to wide. Got, got I it. Thought, got it. I thought if I may, if I may suggest, Please. would you be open when you do go to New York yeah. to swing out to Long Island yeah. and take Lauren out <laughs> to see Gladiator again? Yeah, that might. Or actually... maybe bring the DVD over to her and her husband and kids' house. Okay, perfect. And watch that Gladiator I... with them, and yeah. then say, "We know you know Carly." That is actually a, that makes way more sense than my frankly, and I'm not being self-deprecating here. Kind of silly Niagara Falls idea, where I just shout, "Do you know Carly?" Towards the border, I mm. think going to Baldwin, bringing a DVD of 2000's Gladiator, yes. Yes. and saying, "I know you don't know me, but you know my co-visionary Billy. You dated him once in '99. Here's a once. DVD of Gladiator." <laughs> Here's a DVD of Gladiator. Nice to meet your husband and kids. Let's sit down, spend three wink, and a half wink. hours watching this movie. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Oh, by the way, I hear you know Carly. And then we can get yes. into it that way. I'll make, and, and I'll make it organic. Yeah, yeah. Your, your former, former employer. Yeah. And I won't be awkward about it. I'll make it organic and I'll be a good house guest. But that, yes. will, be the, that will be the sort of the goal of the visit. Um, we love that. That's great. Yeah, that's so good. now we've that's laid good. out that we've laid out the three people that we're going. It's, it's pretty clearly good. It's clear that you are going to go to Lauren first. That's I great. So. I think so. And number three. Our last, um, our last goal and step towards achieving said common goal, Adam, again, right. as visionaries, Yes, adjust your goals as needed. You okay. got to stay flexible. Got to stay flexible, of course. Got to stay flexible, folks. Yeah. Don't you, yeah. if, you don't, if you don't allow yourself to bob and weave, you're going to get stuck. As you work towards your goal, you may discover new information that can help you improve the process. Right. You may encounter obstacles that require a new strategy to overcome them. Flexibility is key to achieving your vision. So, as a, as a small example, Adam, let's say yes, I, go go out to, I go out to Baldwin, I go to Lauren's house, I have my DVD, and I have a six-pack of root beer as a housewarming gift. And I yes. show up there, and whoopsie-daisy, Lauren's not there right now, so now it's me and husband and kids. He doesn't know me. You know what I mean? He doesn't know nope. me. He doesn't know you. He probably doesn't know the Jeps. So now where am I? I've got a now DVD. I'm at a random house in Long Island face, staring down a guy I've never met. So I got to stay flexible there. Maybe he still I, wants to watch the movie with me. And then we can just Can I tell friends. you one? If you need yeah. to adjust your goal in the yeah. moment, can yeah. I give you a suggestion? This Please, doesn't have to be the Bill. goal, but it might just to know that it's out there. Please. Try and sell him the DVD for 10 bucks. Oh, that's a good call. That's a good call. Um, if he says, get off my stoop, right. get off my lawn, Something say like 10 yeah. bucks, buddy. 10 bucks. 10 for bucks. The <laughs> 10 bucks for the gladiator. The for DVD. the gladiator. <laughs> and then all and of I'm a sudden, out of your hair forever. I'm out of your hair forever. And all of a sudden, let's say he bites on that. All of a sudden, yes, true, we didn't get the Carly Ray Jepsen connect, which is what I was there for. But I'm walking away $10 richer. You know what I okay, mean? Adam, like, Adam yeah. I'm going to add an addendum to this list. Awesome. Adjust your goals after adjusting your goals. So you just yeah. sold him the yeah. gladiator for right. 10 bucks. <laughs> Start walking away. Yeah. Stop. A dramatic okay. stop. Really Love plant this. your foot in the ground. Love this. Turn around. Yeah. He'll still be looking at you. Yep. Thinking to himself, don't go. And right. you'll turn around and you'll say, hey, want to watch? Yeah. yeah. And he will. And he, he will. will. At that point, he definitely will. He definitely So this is will. great for the expansion of the No Joke Podcast. Yeah, this I'm is thrilled. Huge. This I'm is thrilled. Huge. 
Yeah. I'm thrilled that we've talked this out. Yeah, this is, makes a lot of sense to me. And it's like, I mean, look, Indeed.com with all the backslashes is correct. You have to stay flexible. You might not hit your exact target. And mm-hmm. like it said, obstacles will arise. Uh-oh, Lauren's not home. Uh-oh, Lauren Michaels is tired. You know what I mean? So it's like we have exactly. to be able to kind of navigate these little bumps in the road. So mm-hmm. it's just good to sort of to sort of forecast those and be ready for those bumps. So this Facts. has been super helpful. Yeah. Okay. I am going to uh, send us into an act break, Adam. I think that we, that was a lot of vision. For Lots one of digest. <laughs> that was a lot of vision. <laughs> 2000s Gladiator on DVD. That's a and lot that of vision. Is- I disclosed my truth, my past. Yeah, I got to get out of right. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I disclosed my truth in my past, and now I have to get out of here. Adam, okay, last perfect. week in the second act break, we played a snake song, and it was a freaking delight. Oh, it was, it was a, a freaking delight. Oh, yeah, it was also huge. unlocked a video. We discussed how we used to do the live Deli Man song, and then a Deli Man would come out and break dance, and I found it. Fourteen years later, I found a video of that, and I played it I'm on my sure I, I'm sure I had seen that video before, but when you texted it to me, it was truly as though I were seeing that for the first time. It had been years since I saw that, if ever. And I added so, the words on the bottom of the screen, and that helps. It, it did. It was killer. It was so good. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen that, that was de- us performing Deli Man. I think it's on my Twitter and somewhere on my social media handles, yes. maybe Instagram as well, but you can find it. It's a treat. What do you yeah. say we play another Snake song? Because why yeah. not? We got it. We got it. No one else is playing the songs, Adam. So it's I guess it's just us. you and me. Exactly. Now, we didn't do any songs about Gladiator, right? Or Russell Crowe? I don't think we did. Or Walking Phoenix. I don't Phoenix. know if we did any. I don't it's think a good so. call. <laughs> it's a good call. Gladiator so. or Crowe? No, we didn't do anything Oh, like it's that. fun. Adam, we haven't gotten to even just like play this game where we do word association to find a song in a while. Oh, yeah. This I know nice. we have it. I know. It feels like old times. Yeah. Gladiators, <laughs> Fighting, <laughs> Crowe. Baldwin. Baldwin, Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baldwin, really... Long Island. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Gladiator, Lauren, first dates. Want to just do a whole bunch of chicken? Yeah, let's do a whole bunch of chicken. Featuring it's Pearl a, and the Beard. The song's yeah. called Whole Bunch of Chicken. It's not yeah. complicated, folks. It kind of ticks all the boxes. Yeah. Okay, this is Whole Bunch of Chicken. We'll be right back. Douglas, Douglas, apple tree. Have a wife, now let her be. Give me, give me what you got. I'm gonna make you what you're not. The song makes you wanna eat a whole bunch of chicken. Pluck it out a bucket in the morning in the kitchen. Chicken when it's lunchtime, chicken when it's brunch time. Throw your hands up if you're a fan of chicken. I'm a fan of chicken, yeah, I'm a fan of chicken. This dude right here is a huge fan of chicken. I'm not being clear, it's me who wants the chicken. So if you're holding chicken, give it up, okay? Douglas, Douglas, sticky fun. I'm a wife and that's just fun. Give me, give me what I need. Chick named Amanda, Kung Fu Panda, didn't eat chicken, I couldn't stand her, I made demands, I took a stand, cause I am a man, and I made her eat chicken. She had a poultry allergy, almost killed her, now Amanda's mad at me, her head is swollen, she looks like the letter B, so I'm a letter B, let me eat my chicken. Douglas, Douglas, sticky bun, I'm a wife, and that's just fine, give me, give me what I need, you know I got the banjo seed. It's the letter that starts the whole word. H is what you say when you see that fat bird. C K E N. That's just the main event. You're vegetarian, and I'm sorry. That's tough. Life is short. Throw a chicken in the air. It's a celebration. The chicken doesn't care. The chicken isn't scared. The chicken ain't a chicken. The chicken's looking for a flame broiled ass kicking. Douglas, Douglas, have a green. I'm a 
On your chicken phone. Douglas, Douglas, sycamore. Have a wife, but she's a bore. Give me, give me what I crave. You know I want to be. Yeah. It's a long way down. You've got to have a chicken to the No Joke Podcast. That was our song, Whole Bunch of Chicken, featuring the band Pearl and the Beard. That's a, that's catchy. Yeah, that's, that's a catchy, catchy song. And yes. I'm glad you mentioned Pearl and the Beard because yeah. when we were making albums as frequently as we were, we were often, yeah. and like many producers, just taking inspirational moments from songs right. and sampling them and making them our own. Right. And nine times out of ten, in fact, one time out of one, we sampled um, Rockapella's um, Car- where in the world Carmen is Carmen San Diego. San Diego? Of course. And we got an email from freaking Rockapella. <laughs> yeah. yeah. From like Rockapella at yahoo.com. <laughs> Literally. Like, it was the lead singer yeah. of Rockapella, and he was like, take this down from the sites that you sell the song on. I get it, yeah. but like, yes. it was just annoying. We've also yeah. had Cindy Crawford's lawyers reach naturally, out to us because naturally. we had a stand up show called Cindy Crawford. We've also Can't had Harvard that. Sailing Team's lawyers reach out to me at 6 a.m. while I was in my underpants. Correct. Making eggs. Correct. Yes. <laughs> and so we've, so. The quote-unquote uh, early 2000s version of collaboration was yeah. steal, get caught, steal. and say I'm sorry. And apologize. Yep. yep. We hit up Pearl in the Beard after we released that song, and we're like, listen, we just made a song on top of your song because your song rocks so hard. Yeah, exactly. And they wrote back, and they were like, we love this song. They liked and it. And we want to promote this song. Yeah, that like, was awesome. We just want to – and I was just like, art. Oh, yeah. Art. art. Yeah. Oh, yeah, art. But it can be nice and non-competitive. Exactly. We're not going up against the sort of bureaucratic acapella conglomerations that are just yeah. like choking the life out of the art form. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, totally. Thank you to Pearl and the Beard for granting us your amazing music and uh, essentially unwittingly collaborating with us. And to Rockapella, we're still fans, but we're disappointed. But we're still That's fans. That's the royal we. That's Adam on the royal <laughs> we. You've lost my fandom. Oh, dang. You've okay. lost. You've lost my fandom. Fair. You now have an enemy. You have an enemy in me. Where in you the be- world is Billy Scafuri should be your biggest question. <laughs> and you should not want to be on the same map as Billy Scafuri because he couldn't believe the gall. All we were doing <laughs> was trying to have a fun time, Rockapella. Just trying to have a fun time. My God, chill out. We, never, we didn't even make a scent. It it's was like, just art on top of art, Rockapella. More like where in the world is your sense of artistry? And you know what? Where in the world is Rockapella today? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. You got lucky on a map-based game show. That's all I know. Shots fired. From one one visionary to another, where you been, Rockapella? Where you been, Rockapella? Where you been? Yep. We're getting another email, folks. Maybe you also saw on my socials, because Adam, before we hit record, mentioned it. Yep. There was another video that leaked on my socials that had a couple people talking. Okay. Can you hear me? 
Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, it's added. Your double okay made me seem like I'm going to take the mic. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just leading you along, Bill. I'm, I'm here supporting you. Well, do you know where I'm going with my social media um, no, kind I, of introduction? I, I don't know if I do. Please okay, can, let's, let's continue. stay in early 2000s. Let's okay. stay in early oh, 2000s. Oh. Okay. Are we talking about The View? We are talking about The View. The <laughs> yeah, view, this rule. My view looked great. Adam, what yeah. did your view look like? Well, Bill, you posted something that seemingly to me was sort of to commemorate Beyonce's new single, or at least was sort of inspired by the release of correct, Beyonce's new correct, single. And it correct. was a video from, well, if I could carbon date it, it would be about Gladiator era, I would say. 2003. <laughs> oh, okay, a little post-Gladiator. So a few years post-Gladiator, you attended a taping of the uh, daytime talk show The View yes. Yes. on 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 which Billy Beyonce attended The View. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I do want to get into for just one second. Uh, but uh, and and you, and Beyonce was a, a guest on the show that day. Performed, yes. maybe performed. Per- performed. Amazing. For the first time on television, the song "Crazy in Love." Wow, that's it was like her first solo big time performance. There. That's major, dude. Because that's an iconic yes. pop song, and you were there for essentially ground zero of that pop song. That's wild. Yes. And the reason that I was, this is the explanation. Because yes. if you go on to my Twitter or Instagram handles, you will see this video. It is there. It is yes. um, the host of The View sitting in the crowd, like yeah. making her first solo performance with her right. new hit song yes. is Beyonce. And there's like right. 90 of us and we cheer. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. goon linebacker Billy. <laughs> Thick neck. Shoulders up to his ears, yeah. just like well-fed yeah. rugby neck. Just yeah, a rugby big neck. rugby neck. Yeah. Is there? Why is Billy there? Why and is they Billy framed there? me into the shot? You're right it's in like it. My he- the top of my hair is in the frame. Yeah, you're in it, fully in it. And your I'm face, staring, all your facial I'm expressions. I'm staring and not smiling. Right, and I'm a little confused. <laughs> right. The story behind it. I was interning at Columbia Records at the time. I was cool. interning under a woman named Yvette Noel Shore. Some of her clients included Destiny's Child, Beyonce, huge, Bruce Springsteen, huge, Bob huge, Dylan, Billy huge. Joel. Heard of them all. Huge. She had top line. Massive. Massive. Yes. And Beyonce was, um, this was the summer where Beyonce Knowles was going to do her first solo project away from Destiny's Child. We were going to hear what her sound sounded like. And she was also doing The Pink Panther with Steve Martin. I remember that. Big summer. We needed things to go for Beyonce. Yeah. So I was the intern there. My main job, one of my main priorities or main responsibilities on the day was to create pe- press packages. All of these right. artists were so famous that every day across multiple newspapers, because that's where we were at at this time, newspapers and magazines mostly, right. new articles were coming out about their performance, about where yep. they were spotted last night. And it was my job to create collages of all of these artists Fun. and all of their news headlines for the day Fun. and give them to the publicist who would then present it sure. to their higher ups. Okay. Sure. So it was a big day. And Huge. Beyonce was performing at The View, and everyone oh needed God. this to go well. And yeah. this new artist, Beyonce, they needed to stack the crowd with yeah. young, youthful, number one diehards. Friendly faces, yep. Enter the giant. <laughs> Billy. And Yvette, Yvette, who was so cool and like a really genuinely sweet person, looked at me, and she was like, Billy, I need you to go to this show, and I need you to like bring the energy. Right, right, bring it. Bring it. Bring the energy. And yeah. so you see me at The View on this taping, and it seems like I'm not bringing the energy. Okay. In, in that one moment. But you – yes, that's true. I would say that's okay. a fair assessment of the video. Yep. But what people don't know is that 
Beyonce performed that once like 10 minutes prior and something was wrong with the cameras and they had to oh. run it back. The whole performance, the whole showstopper. A little peek behind the TV curtain. So something. I might get canceled, folks. I might get canceled for dropping this Hollywood gossip. But yeah, this is hot goss. This is major. This is hot. This is hot. So they ran it all back again. And at this point, they asked me to take off my glasses. Someone asked me to take off my glasses because now that we had a chance to run it all back, yeah, we're going to make eyes. some choices. We want to let's see get eyes. four eyes. Let's fix yeah. four eyes. So now four eyes doesn't know where to look appropriately. No, Billy. And also doesn't know. Yes, I'm just kind of there. I'm kind of no. just like looking appropriate, they but I'm also glasses. like. <laughs> and that happens. That whole show happens, and that's crazy. Okay, oh, my. so. I'm sure that I was cheering throughout, but it's a very like surreal. It, multiple people asked me if that was a deep fake video. It looks yeah. like a deep fake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How did you find that clip? By the way, have you had that clip like saved? Just, like it- so that's what I wanted to know. Yeah. Dude. There was no clip saved. This is like yeah. when that happened. That was 2003, so it was like really light internet. Like right, that wasn't exactly. getting posted to no ABC's website no. or YouTube. That was like that right. happened on television, and it, then it's and that's over. where it stays. That's right. Exactly. Right. right. So I heard that Beyonce had a new song coming out Great. like two days ago. And I was like, 60% of me remembers being asked <laughs> to go to The View. Because I had some like surreal moments with that. I got to meet Nas. I got to be in a limo with Nas because of this job. There were some very yeah. surreal. Lil Bow Wow once told me to get him barbecue. Hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, you? you're nine. No. Yeah, yeah. Get out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was just a very surreal like 30 Rock yeah. environment. Totally. So it's like, I'm pretty sure that I went to that concert. Yes. I wonder if there's any proof of that concert. So right. naturally, I went on YouTube and I typed right. in The View Beyonce Crazy in Love. Saw right. it immediately. Hit immediately. play. The first 15 and seconds there you of are. that video no. revealed giant Billy circa 2K3 not being able to see in the second row. And I was like, this can't be Real. That is so funny, dude, because I did notice, I guess I didn't have the context at the time that you were beglasses yes. at that time. So I didn't realize that you were sans glasses, uh, yes. but you did, you were kind of like, as I watched the clip and I enjoyed it so much, I watched it a couple of times, you are kind of like looking around a little bit like darty eyed <laughs> a little bit. And I was like, Blinking. does Billy... And, and, yeah, and in my mind, I was like, oh, Billy must not know exactly that he's, like, in the frame right now. Uh, right. But, did not. But, did not. Yeah. <laughs> did not. Probably could have done a better job. But all of that to be said, Adam, and I'm going to wrap it up on this line, that it was amazing. It's truly incredible to type in a couple keywords and see yourself on YouTube Bingo. when you were not expecting it. And also, because I wasn't wearing glasses... I was not a visionary. <laughs> Billy. That's where the tech guy in the tech booth or girl in the tech booth would black out the episode. Exactly. And uh, I think but, I'm going to black it out here too. I think that's but, the appropriate time. Wrap it up. Not a visionary. Wrap it up. Okay, we did it. <laughs> but get those view counts up, folks. If you want to see Billy sit behind the host of the view for five seconds, darting yep. around. It's out there for you. And like a white polo shirt and maybe uh, maybe Dude. I uh, imagine Not polo. A, a puka shell white button oh, down. Button white down. button down. down and a crisp white tee underneath. Crisp. Big <laughs> be big inspired by Puff Daddy energy. Yeah. Like dude, white is- on white. <laughs> 2K3, a vibe. Well, happy uh almost 20th anniversary to that moment. Thank you. Uh, happy a lot. Happy 22nd anniversary to the theatrical release of Gladiator. Yes. Uh, and 
And happy, uh, I would say, 45-minute anniversary to me understanding what John 316 actually is. So yes. it has been – I mean, we're celebrating a lot today. Yep. Um, Big day. Yeah, huge day for us here at the podcast. So – so fingers crossed that we either get the Jeps on the podcast because that's yep. a new common goal that's or goal. Yep. that Adam goes to Baldwin and gets 10 bucks. We'll keep you in the loop. <laughs> For a DVD. We'll keep you in the Perfect. loop. Yeah, we'll keep you looped in. But until then, that was the Visionary Podcast. And for yep. that podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.